welcome to Stress Better, a podcast where you'll learn how to stay healthy and keep going even when life is stressful. I'm Dr. Kate Lysinga-Dean, functional medicine consultant and your host, and I'm so glad you're joining us. Here's a statistic for you. Approximately 60 to 70% of people with thyroid dysfunction don't know that they have it. Yeah, you heard me. How can this happen, you ask? Well, part of the problem has to do with how and when we test the thyroid. Part of it has to do with a lack of awareness about the prevalence of thyroid dysfunction. And a big part of the problem is the similarity of symptoms related to both thyroid and stress. Let's unpack this. Determining if your symptoms are coming from thyroid dysfunction or stress response system dysfunction is tricky because there's a lot of overlap of symptoms, particularly in the case of low thyroid function. And symptoms are often nonspecific or frequently dismissed, especially in busy women who are much more likely to have thyroid dysfunction than men. For example, one of the most common signs of a thyroid disorder is an unexplained change in weight. And one of the most common signs of a poorly regulated stress response is, wait for it, an unexplained change in weight. Same for sleep disruption, fatigue, and anxiety. It can be difficult to tease apart the roots of these misery-inducing symptoms, which is why so many folks stay stuck in confusion. Here's a few things to keep in mind when you're trying to answer the question, is it my thyroid or is it just stress? First of all, there's no such thing as just stress. <laughs> stress is a very real, very tangible biochemical response that happens in your body, thanks to the nervous system and the HPA axis. Remember I told you that most people with thyroid dysfunction don't know they have it? Well, I'd bet that 80 to 90% of people with HPA axis dysfunction don't even know it's a thing, including a lot of very smart people with very fancy medical degrees. Here's why it matters. When we relegate stress to something that's just in our heads, we're ignoring the huge physical impact that chronic stress has on our bodies. Yes, understanding and addressing the mental and emotional triggers of stress is a super big deal, but there's so much more we could be doing to keep ourselves healthy and well, both to prevent chronic disease stemming from an unchecked stress response system and to relieve physical stress-related symptoms. But in order to do that, you gotta recognize that stress isn't all in your head and then implement physical stress optimization interventions, not just mental and emotional ones. In case you're wondering, you'll find oodles of strategies that address stress on a physical biochemical level in the Stress Better mini workshop. I'll add a link in the show notes. All right. Another thing to keep in mind when trying to differentiate between thyroid and stress is that most of the thyroid testing we do is unfortunately inadequate, specifically testing thyroid stimulating hormone or a TSH on its own. It just doesn't give us the full story. TSH is measuring how sort of hungry the brain is for thyroid hormone. It's a messenger that tells your thyroid, hey, we need more active thyroid hormone up in here. So when it's elevated, it gives us a hint about how well the thyroid is making hormone or how well that hormone is functioning in your body. But it does not measure the actual thyroid hormone, T3, its VIP precursor, T4, 
or the antibodies that indicate whether we may be developing an autoimmune thyroid problem, TPO or TPA. It's pretty important information, don't you think? Here's the other sticky issue with TSH testing. Even though the standard range of quote-unquote normal TSH level is 0.4 to 4.0, many endocrinologists and functional medicine doctors agree that people with normal thyroid function actually have a TSH of 0.3 to 1.5. That means you could wait years for your TSH to reach the abnormal range of 4.0 before anyone does anything about it or even test to see what's going on. That's years of suboptimal thyroid function, damage, and the nasty symptoms that go with untreated thyroid dysfunction. Just FYI, my goal range for TSH is 0.3 to 2.0 for most people. As if things weren't complicated enough already, stress directly impacts the thyroid and vice versa. The systems are very interconnected. So the conversation is less about thyroid or stress and more about which came first, the thyroid dysfunction or the HPA axis dysfunction or stress. Because chronic stress equals excess cortisol and excess cortisol then dysregulates thyroid function, which then creates problems for your metabolism, your energy, your weight, and a lot of other downstream effects, which in turn act as additional stressors. It becomes a vicious cycle of thyroid and stress dysregulation. So, now what? Here are a few questions you can ask yourself if you're wondering about your thyroid health. Like I said, some of these things do overlap with the effects of chronic stress and other conditions. But if you're experiencing more than just a few of these issues, it's time to at least get some thyroid testing going. And I don't mean just TSH, obviously. Here's your questions. Have you gained weight? Do you have 20 pounds that you just can't lose? Have you noticed any changes in your hair, skin, or nails? Have you been unusually tired or sluggish? Have you noticed any bowel changes, especially constipation? Are you always cold? Have you been especially moody? Small changes in thyroid levels can cause dramatic changes in mood and mental state. Every patient with depression or anxiety should have their thyroid panel checked, period. Here's the bottom line. If you suspect that your thyroid isn't functioning optimally and you're experiencing issues like the ones above, you deserve answers. Maybe that means pushing for more comprehensive testing or interpreting your test results through a new functional medicine lens. Maybe you already know you have a thyroid issue, but you need a new strategy to treat it. Or maybe it's not your thyroid and you need help getting to the root of whatever is causing your weight gain, anxiety, bowel issues, or hair loss. I can help you with this. I can help you get the testing you need and you deserve. I can help you discover functional medicine strategies like nutrition, lifestyle, nutraceutical support so you don't have to just wait until your doctor prescribes your meds. I can help you get to the root of your concerns, especially if you suspect that chronic stress is playing a role. All you have to do is reach out. You can shoot me an email at drkate at drkateld.com. You can head on over to my website and apply for a virtual one-on-one, -on -one, or you could join the Resilient Tears and come to an open office hours. Either way, I would love to help. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Don't forget to check the show notes 
for more science-based, actionable, functional medicine well-being resources. And stay tuned for more Stress Better strategies right here, coming soon. Bye!